Welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast, a weekly look into the world of Royal Caribbean cruising. I'm your host, Matt Hotchberg, and this is episode number 179. Want to know the most difficult question you could ask someone who has taken a Royal Caribbean cruise? What is your favorite Royal Caribbean ship? That question is always a fun debate, and on this week's episode, we spoke with Royal Caribbean Blog insiders to share what their favorite ship is and why. It's a really interesting discussion of what makes for a favorite ship and what aspects of a ship really resonate with us all. Here we go. With 25 ships in Royal Caribbean's fleet, there are lots of great cruise ships to choose from, and if you speak with other Royal Caribbean fans, they will inevitably speak about their favorite ship. We all have a favorite ship for a variety of reasons, and this week, I've invited the Royal Caribbean Blog Insiders to join me to talk about what Royal Caribbean ship is their favorite and why. This will be a fun discussion of what makes ship fun and what really endears us to a particular vessel over another. Now, we recorded this episode actually as part of a live call-in segment, so you'll obviously get some people calling in and hearing from them, and we recorded it for everybody for this week's episode. It was a lot of fun getting a chance to talk to everyone, and let's get things started right now. Joining me on today's first call, actually, is Alex Kaufman from Massachusetts. Alex, welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast. Hey, Matt. Happy New Year's. And you're talking about my favorite subject, Royal Caribbean um, ships. Absolutely. First of all, Happy New Year to you as well, and I'm looking forward to an even better 2017. And you're right, we get to talk about a really fun subject, favorite Royal Caribbean ship. And Alex, I'm really curious, because I know you, I've, I've cruised with you now on two different cruises, but I'm trying to think in my mind, what would Alex pick as your favorite ship? <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know if predictions are, were part of this, but I'm really curious what you're going to say. So Alex, what is your favorite Royal Caribbean ship? Well, it's kind of like picking your favorite child. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> My husband and I were discussing this in between ourselves, and he said the Oasis class, but not the Harmony. And I personally think probably the Freedom class, probably the Freedom of the Seas, because it has most of everything I like, but not um, as many people as the Oasis class. So, and it goes to more ports, the Oasis, uh, the Freedom class. That's a great point. And Freedom of the Seas, as I mentioned before, oftentimes I talk about my favorite ship, but I also remind everybody that the ship I've been on the most is Freedom of the Seas. So whatever that's worth to you, I mean, I guess, you know, it's like put your money where your mouth is, right? That's, I've cruised on it the the most most, and it's a great, and it's a great ship. I think the most we've been on is the Liberty of the Seas. And, um, part of the time it was in Europe. So that's the versatility of the um, freedom class size ships. And there's very little deviation between the uh, Liberty, the Independence, and the Freedom, except um, Freedom has Sabor and Independence doesn't. Yeah, you're right. Liberty does as well. It's it's just Independence has been kind of, it's still lagging a little bit behind. I guess they're waiting for the next refurbishment for that ship. But I agree, the Freedom class ships in general are wonderful. And it's kind of funny that we we that we're almost making it seem like the Freedom class ships are like the smaller alternative to the Oasis classes. They're still massive ships, huge. Um, I, I've been on the Oasis twice, the Allure once, and just was it two or three days? Three days on the Harmony. I still don't feel like I've mastered the Oasis class ships. There's so much to them. Oh, they're, absolutely. um, But I feel the Oasis-class ship, it's all, the ship is the destination. Where the Freedom, I feel, um, Freedom-class ships, I feel more connection to the ocean. 
That's a great point, Alex. Well, Alex, thank you for calling in and sharing with us your favorite Royal Caribbean ship. That's really a uh, good insight there. Okay, and once again, Happy New Year. Thank you, Alex. Next on the line, we've got Christy from Texas, who actually, just a little inside information, Christy literally is calling us from the airport because Christy was just on board Anthem of the Seas and just wrapped up a what looked like an amazing cruise. So, Christy, welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast. Thanks, Matt. It was a great cruise. Anthem was a beautiful ship, but probably not my favorite. And we'll talk about Ooh, that. Ooh, because people in chat, we have a chat room going during this recording. As I mentioned earlier, we're doing this live. And people are what people were thinking that you were going to say Anthem is your favorite. So now that it's not Anthem of the Seas, Christy, what is your favorite Royal Caribbean ship and why? Okay. Quick question. Does it have to be a ship that I've, uh, that I've sailed on before or can it be... Ship no, that I this is on yet. this is the definition of subjective. You do not have to go lend Testa on us and give us an objective value <laughs> valuation of why you think it is. You can make it for whatever reason you want. Okay, so I haven't sailed on her, but I'm betting it's going to be Harmony because okay. um, I would I would say an Oasis class ship, but on Anthem, I love the modernness, I love the decor, I loved all that, and from what I've heard of Harmony, it's basically Oasis and Anthem had a baby. And made harmony, and so I'm thinking it's going to be harmony because, um, you know, all the things that I love from Anthem is on um, harmony, and then you get the Oasis class too. So I love the dining on Oasis, the variety of the dining. I love the variety of the uh, venues and the aqua theater, and um, I'm just an Oasis class person. I loved it, so. It's, it's, it makes total sense to me, and it's certainly why I really enjoy Harmony of the Seas. And it's interesting how Royal Caribbean continues to work that way. I remember when when Quantum of the Seas came out, I really felt like it was the love child of the Oasis class and celebrity and the celebrity ship. And now Harmony is kind of again building on that idea where they're taking different elements and almost cherry picking and putting them together, which is really interesting. Uh, but I'm with you. I mean, I think the the Harmony, even though you haven't sailed on it, I think you're on the right track. Let me put it this way. I don't fault you for thinking in that direction. Uh, although the, the big question is, when are you going to put it to the test, Christy? When are you going to be able to check out <laughs> Harmony for yourself? Oh, gosh. I hope sometime in 2017, but probably 2018. But by the time 2018 rolls around, we'll have Oasis 4. So maybe my new favorite ship will be Oasis 4. Okay. Well, for all those keeping score at home, make sure we hold Christy accountable and say, ah, you said Harmony was your favorite. You got to stick to it. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need to get on her as soon as possible. So, um, But Anthem was a great ship. We loved her. Um, I just really like the variety of stuff that's on um, Oasis and really getting to explore all the different venues. I generally agree with you. I mean, I, I've said many times, you know, variety is the spice of life. And if you're looking for a lot of variety in a Royal Caribbean ship, the Oasis class in general has a lot of that in, in, in spades, quite honestly. So it definitely lends yourself towards that. And, and I know that you like to grow, you like to go cruising with family, and you've got all kinds of ages, right? You got your sister, you got your your parents, you've got yourself, you've got your daughter. So there's a lot the of different age groups yeah. involved, and they're all doing different things. Yep, and I also don't think I could um, name a favorite ship without it having Sabor on it. So, technically, Anthem can't be a favorite ship since it doesn't have Sabor. See, this is why Christy and I are friends. I'm just saying. Awesome. <laughs> well, have a uh, have a safe trip home, and thanks for calling in. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to our next caller. It is Ron in Arizona. Ron, welcome to the Rogue Me Blog Podcast. 
Hey, thank you, Matt, and a happy new year to you and all your uh, podcast podcast listeners. Thank you so much, my friend. That's very nice of you to say. And, of course, I'm wondering, what is your favorite Royal Caribbean ship and why, Ron? Well, the most recent ship I went on, it's obviously going to be the the one I think, and that is the Allure of the Seas. First time ever on the Oasis-class ships. I started, a little history, I started sailing with Royal back in 1990, so I've been on... The Empress and Viking Serenade, Sovereign, but you know, and then Mariner of the Seas and the Voyager class. But I tell you what, the allure of the seas just blew me away by the elegance, by the way it was laid out. Uh, just so many different venues to go to. And in a week's time, I probably only hit about, what, 50% of them. So I really right. need to get back on that ship and do it again. Uh, it, it's a beautiful ship. It's just, it's just. You know, everybody said it's, it's large, and it is, but the way they have all the neighborhoods set up, it makes it so that you can get to all these different venues fairly easily, you know, and uh, so it, it, it's just a great old ship, or a new ship, I should say, so yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun to be on that ship. You know, it's always interesting to me, Ron, how impressed people become with, with the Oasis class in general and how it endears a lot of people to them. And I think even people that would tell you that their favorite ship are, are smaller ships, maybe even a Radiance class ship, would tell you that, that being said, they still really, really do like what Oasis class ships offer. Uh, and, and I think that it's kind of interesting that you bring up that point because you started off obviously on smaller ships, working your way up in the fleet as new ships came online. And is it, I mean, were, is it just the, is it really just the, the magnitude of what the ship offers in terms of amenities that really drew you to it? I mean, is it just having all those options? Because that's what it does for me, but I'm curious what your thoughts are on what is, you know, what aspect of it, of an Oasis class ship really, you know, got you saying, wow, okay, that everything we did up to now, that was cool, but this is the real deal. Well, I think you start off, I think you hit it, uh, uh, you know, you hit it right on Matt, and that was with the amenities. Starting off with the Broadway shows that they have. Now, you don't, you don't find those Broadway shows on these smaller ships, basically, you know. Um, so you go to a Broadway-style show, and that was um, Mamma Mia. I had wanted to see Mamma Mia. I've been to New York 15 times or whatever, and I'd never seen Mamma Mia. So when I went to see Mamma Mia, it was like I was in New York City. You know, you start off with with the Broadway shows, and then you move to the boardwalk area and Oceanaria. I mean, that's obviously not going to be seen on the smaller ships as well. So those two things, you know, were just amazing to me to watch those those shows uh, there. And then you move to the the specialty restaurants, the number of specialty restaurants. You've got, you know, um, Chops. You've got 150 Central Park. You've got Sabor, which... By the way, I wasn't a big believer until I got on this ship, and I fell in love with Sabor. You know, you've got a two-story diamond lounge on that on that uh, on that ship, which you don't find in a lot of the other ships. You know, so yeah, so the amenities definitely drew me there. And then uh, walking along the Royal Promenade, a little wider, a little, a few more shops. It was just you know sitting at the bow and stern every night before going to dinner. You know, I, I know you can do that on a number of Voyager ships. I've done it. But that it's just the ambiance sitting there and watching the people walk by and, and having a drink before going to dinner. It's just, it's just, it's, you know, it, it's what's cruising, you know, it's what's cruising all about. I mean, that's why I go cruising, just to enjoy all that. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, a, it's a great, it's a great point. And I think that, you know what, I totally for, I didn't forget, but I totally overlooked the aspect that the Royal Promenade, we always talk about, you know, what do you like better? The Royal Promenade, the Centrum, the Royal Esplanade. 
And it's actually worth mentioning that the Royal Promenade on Oasis-class ships is different than the Royal Promenade on Voyager and Freedom-class ships, simply because it is significantly wider. And you brought that up, Ron, and it does give it a different kind of feel to it. You know what I mean? Like, you, you there's a little more, like, elbow room, if that makes any sense. It's definitely not as crowded. It doesn't feel as crowded as the Voyager-class ships. I've been on Mariner three times, and there definitely is a difference sitting in there in the Royal Promenade where... You're sitting there watching the people walk by, and it's more elbow-to-elbow, like you said. Where the, and the Royal Promenade, there's a little bit more room. And, and again, it was just, it's just fun sitting there watching the people walk by. Let me, real quick, uh, before, your, Ron, before, your, before you picked the Lure, I know you just went on a Lure, what would, what would have you said was your favorite ship? It definitely would have been Mariner. I, Mariner. We were on Mariner three times. That was a great ship. It, it sailed out of California when... One time we went on it, so it was obviously closer to me. But Mariner was a great ship as well, and it still is a great ship. Um, so yeah, so that was my next favorite. And then Empress, my first cruise, and I'm going to be sailing Empress in May to Cuba. So I'm looking forward to getting back on Empress after almost 27 years to see what the differences are. So those would have nice. been Mariner and then Empress. So yeah, and then I'm going to be on know. Anthem in March with you. So. That's going to be a lot. I'm literally looking forward to Anthem to see what the difference is between Quantum and the, the Oasis class ships. So that should, yeah. And then I'll see. Then I'll be able to make a, 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 a you know a judgment on which one is best. So definitely. Yeah, you know, it's it's. I'm very curious what you say. What you're going to feel. Um, I'm not. I don't want to sway you one way or the other. Um, it's it's Quantum is a it's a different kind. I almost I would say people. It's it's kind of like what's the difference between a, a sedan and a pickup truck. You know, they're both automobiles. They're both going to get you from point A to point B. But they're kind of different experiences. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, and I'm looking forward to two, yeah, and I'm looking forward to 270. I've, I've seen a lot of periscopes from there. It looks like a beautiful place to watch. You know, first of all, eat there, then at night watch shows, as well as, you know, the music hall. Uh, that's another place that I, I enjoy listening to music. You know, and that's, what it, that's another great thing about these ships are, are the different menu, uh, excuse me, the different music choices that you have. I sat in the bow and stern every night and listened to Charlie Jordan play for a couple hours. Now, that's, oh. I love doing that. And then going down to the jazz club, you know, and, and seeing some of that music. So, yeah, there's so much to do on these ships. It's unbelievable. It is. You're... <laughs> But that's the that's the that's probably the quote of the day, really, when you're talking about any of these. And anybody who's a first time cruiser, you know, if we t- even if you hear everybody here talk about one particular ship, that's really not to say anything negative about the other 24 ships in the fleet, because there's a lot going on for those ships as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So cool. Well, Ron, thank you so much for calling in, buddy. And happy new year again, Matt. Have a good day. Thank you, my friend. Next on the line, we have Rick from CruiseLifeGroup.com. Rick, welcome. Hey, Matt. Welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. And Rick, I'm very curious because Rick has been very, very vocal in our chat room that we have set up for this during this recording <laughs> here about uh, favorite ships and, and knowing what other people are going to say. So, Rick, what is your favorite Royal Caribbean ship and why? I still say my number one favorite ship is the Anthem of the Seas, and, and for two reasons, and I think you shared the sentiment. I think 270 and Music Hall really set that ship apart from the rest of the, the fleet, and, uh, you know, I'd like to see that maybe kind of integrated into maybe the next Oasis class, and that would probably be the perfect child, but for right now, because of those two venues, I'd still say the Anthem of the Seas, is, or the Quantum class, is, is still my favorite, favorite ship. Now, which ship have you sailed on the most? Uh, Navigator of the Seas would probably be the, my, the, the ship I sell the most, which which would be a, a close second for different reasons. But, you know, if I had to pick my my favorite, uh, definitely the Anthem. And, and more so probably just because it's a newer ship. I mean, I plan on going on the Anthem again, so 
at some point it probably will become the ship I sail the most. And plus I'm in New York. So obviously it being in Bayonne is, is perfect for me. So at some point it will probably become the ship I sail the most on. Absolutely. I mean, it was having Anthem over there is, is really nice to have, uh, and having that kind of an option just so close in the New York city area and being able to sail there. You know, it's interesting looking at how the ships, you know, rank out. I mean, I love navigators as you know that. And obviously, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going back on navigator again, which I think yep. is going to no, still freedom will be ahead on my, on my end, but it's a wonderful ship. And they all have different reasons that they kind of endear yourself to one or the other. What is your favorite? Is the two seventies your favorite venue on, on Anthem of the seas? Actually, I think Music Hall is, and just and this is kind of my perspective. I, I like nightlife when I go on cruise ships, so it's kind of nice to be able to sit in Music Hall, see kind of the live music right after dinner. That kind of makes its way into like karaoke or some type of cover band, and then it turns into kind of the club. So you can kind of sit there with the same group of people all night and you know experience kind of three different, four different uh, types of, of music, and you know never have to wander around the ship. Whereas on other ships, very you know you have to go to Viking Crown, you have to go to Boleros, you have to go to the club. So it's it's nice to just sit in one venue and be able to experience all this type of different um, events. And I, I kind of like that about Music Hall. So absolutely. Now speaking of yeah. Anthem of the Seas, she offers a number of different itineraries. What do you think is your favorite itinerary, and why that Anthem does? So so far, I've only been on the five night Bermuda and then the nine night Bermuda and Caribbean. Um, and my favorite out of those, obviously, this was the nine night that you know covered Bermuda and the Caribbean, which was really nice. I'd like to do one of the, the longer ones, like Christy just did, you know, the eleven or twelve nights that go really deep down to the Southern Caribbean. I think that would be interesting to do because I think uh, Alex mentioned that she liked the Freedom class because maybe they're able to go to more poor. And I think that's also one of the benefits of the anthem is that, you know, even out of New York, it does the deep Southern Caribbean, the Bermuda, it even does New England and Canada. So you have the option to go on that one ship to many different places. But I, I, my next, I would like to book the next one on the anthem for one of the longer ones, the 11 or 12 nights. Um, All right, I'm gonna, so, let's let's take a quick visit to the rumor mill, if you don't mind. And I'm going gonna, I'm sure. gonna to put, put your love to the test here. Okay. If you believe certain rumors, oh, I mean, inevitably, Anthem of the Seas is going to leave Bayonne, right? I mean, it's inevitable. Like, just Explore the Seas did the same yes. thing, right, after being yes. there forever. It's yes. Sooner or later, it'll happen. So let's hypothetically yes. say that Anthem moves somewhere else in the United States, be it Florida, be it California, I doubt it, uh, to, to Galveston, wherever, <laughs> somewhere else that it yes. goes. And let's say you're going to replace it in Bayonne with, well, if we're going to the rumor mill, Freedom of the Seas. <laughs> Um, yeah. Will you follow Anthem, which means you have to fly and you know pay extra for that, and there's a little more inconvenience yep. involved? Or are you also a creature of habit? And hey, look, at the end of the day, going out of your backyard is still better than nothing. Better is the best alternative. How do you how do you kind of handle that? I think that's interesting. I think it would depend on you know where the Anthem is sailing to. I mean, the itinerary is so important to me a little bit. I mean, the ship is the destination, but I, it would depend on where where the Anthem was going. Um, but I would definitely probably still try to sail on it as much, you know, as much as possible. You know, would it become the ship I sail on every year? Probably not if it's on this area. But I, I would definitely follow it and then and make sure I sail on it again because I do enjoy the uh, the experience. Nice. Last question for you, and of course, this question sure. there's not really this is this is based on there's no data to actually basis off of. But I'm just curious: Are you more excited for Oasis Four or Quantum Four? Ooh, interesting. Um, hmm. I'm going to say Oasis 4 because I'm, I'm hoping they do some more of the uh, integration with the Quantum class, some more of the venues, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I'd say Oasis 4 right now. 
All right, sounds so. good. Rick, thank you so much, my friend. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate it. Happy New Year. Next on the line, we have a very good friend of mine, someone I get to hang out with very often whenever we have meetups. It is Hunt from Florida joining us on the line. Hello, Hunt. How's it going? Hey, Matt. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. So, Hunt, what is your favorite Royal Caribbean ship and why? Well, I was going back and forth as I was listening to the uh, listening to the, 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 the YouTube broadcast here. And I started out with Freedom because mostly because I've been on her. I've been on her four times. But, you know, I actually settled back on Allure, mostly because she was the first ship that I was on that had that the, the Royal Promenade. And I just remember that experience when I first stepped onto the ship and walking in and having that holy expletive moment <laughs> as I walked on board, <laughs> you know. So, uh, yeah. yep, definitely I settled on Allure. I, there is no question. I don't care who you are. If you even when you just pull up to the port and you see an Oasis class ship there, you're gonna have a wow kind of moment. Like when you realize <laughs> the scope of it, especially whether you've seen other ships before or not. There's nothing really can yep. prepare you for this for the the scale of it. And it's interesting you're going to be back and forth between Freedom and Alara. I'm assuming you is Freedom the ship you've been on the most. Yeah, four times. Yeah. Four times. Yep. And. Um, and you're picking Allure makes, I mean, I, I, I totally understand. It's kind of interesting. We're all kind of skewing towards the uh, larger ships out there. So all the small ship fans are going to be sending us uh, the emails later on. So I like this ship. Yeah. It's just fine. We're all, this is totally subjective. And I mean, you heard even Chris, who hasn't actually been on the ship, but already named her favorite ship Harmony. So you've got that going right. on. Um, and you know, what is your favorite? I, I, I kinda... Go ahead. Sorry, sorry go ahead. Um, when I'm fly, when I'm sailing solo, I do, I do. Uh, I find I lean more towards the smaller ships just because it's easier to meet people. So, like Empress and Enchantment, I really like to go on when I'm uh, traveling solo. That makes sense. Uh, what yeah. is there a specific venue or spot on Allure this season that you really like? Allure is um, up at the, uh, the the Solarium in the adult area up Ooh. front. It's just, I mean, it's gorgeous just to be able to sit up there and see the the sea laid out before you. And then, uh, you know, depending on when you're there, you have the, uh, the Solarium Bistro right behind you. And uh, it's it's just a gorgeous, quiet venue. Makes sense. Um, that, I mean, it's, it's a wonderful area, the Solarium. I think the if we were to rank the most beautiful Solariums, I think the Quantum class has the most beautiful one. But the Oasis-class Solarium is really quite lovely. I love the multiple deck approach they did there and the way that they have... The, the glass ceiling is it's not quite enclosed all the way but there's a lot of a glass still there and it's it's a nice touch I really think that it, it makes it uh, a beautiful area to enjoy visually and of course it's really relaxing in there too yeah I really want to try the uh, um, try quantum because it looks like they did make some improvements or, or changes modifications to the solarium area uh, based on the pictures it, it looks like uh, there's some unique improvements to it even though they took out the pool that a lot of people seem to have issues with but uh, so yeah if we can get a quantum class down here in Florida that would be wonderful yeah well, well you never know I mean we were just talking to to Rick just right. a minute ago about the idea of maybe, you know, inevitably Anthem will leave. I mean, all ships move eventually. But whether it goes to Florida, who knows? But I know a lot of folks would love to see that happen there. And, you know, I I, I don't know how much a – the kind of questions that are going through my head through all these calls, Hunt, is how much of your favorite is a product of proximity? 
Now, for, for Rick, that's kind of the question I broached to Rick, right? Is it, He mentioned Anthem, but also Anthem is his backyard. Will that continue to be the case? And, you know, I, I think for a lot of people, it, it, it helps a lot. It's certainly probably an X factor involved because, you know, you could say your favorite ship is Ovation to the Seas, but it being in Australia and me being in the United States, well, probably not that practical to go on it all that often. Right. So I don't know how, how that kind of works out in people's minds. <laughs> I think that's a very valid point because uh, I do... Uh, I do tend to sail pretty much out of Port Canaveral as much as I can. You know, I'll be on Oasis in 13 days, so I'm looking forward to that. And mostly because it's sailing out of Port Canaveral. And uh, Freedom was in Port Canaveral for a significant amount of time, so uh, I was, you know, so that's probably why I've sailed on her as many times as I have. Um, yeah, it's probably <laughs> the proximity of Port Canaveral is what really drives it. Makes sense. Cool. Well, man, thanks for, thanks for calling in, and uh, I'm looking forward to cruising with you soon. All right, Matt. Take care. Have a good one. Thank you. And our last caller today is going to be Billy Hirsch from CruiseHabit.com. Billy, welcome back to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast. Thank you very much for uh, tolerating me once again. Uh, Alex in our chat room says, do not pick on Billy. Why are we taking his side on things, Alex? I thought we were friends. It wouldn't be a Royal Caribbean blog podcast if we weren't. <laughs> and also, Rick says, listening and judging Billy. All right, Billy. Now that we're all <laughs> waiting for you, uh, what is your favorite Royal Caribbean ship and why? So so I had to think about this one. And uh, as, as, a lot of, uh, as a lot of listeners might or might not know, I've actually been on a couple Royal Caribbean ships. Uh, Royal Caribbean is, is something that's kind of new to me as, as far as personal experience. Uh, it started with the Allure. And then Freedom, and then Indy. <clears throat> and while I have some other ships booked, I have some Radiant class ships booked, I have Empress booked, and all sorts of things coming up, um, I thought, well, out of what I've experienced, what has been my greatest Royal Caribbean experience? And funny enough, I think my answer ends up being the allure of the seas. And why that's a little bit surprising, even as I say it, is because I often talk about how I'm not really a big ship guy. I enjoy smaller ships, the more intimate experience. But I was uh, just this past weekend, actually, I was speaking with my parents who have been on many, many, many ships over the years. And uh, they feel like, like I felt before I sailed before, which is uh, it's, it's just it's so big. I don't think that's what I want out of cruising. And here's the thing to me. It's not what I want out of cruising. It's not what I'm looking for. But the Oasis class just seems to have something for everyone, no matter what you like. No matter what feel, no matter the ambiance, no matter the feature, it the, the Oasis class has it. So, you know, did I really enjoy my time on Freedom and Indy, for example? Oh, sure. I'm sure I'm going to enjoy Empress and all these things. But uh, the, the allure, I mean, the fact that you can, on the same ship, you could be out there on the boardwalk looking at the aqua theater, seeing people rock climbing, you know, there's a carousel, all these amazing things that, that just don't even seem like it's happening on a ship. Or you could go enjoy a quiet time at Vintages, or you could have uh, a, a really nice meal at any number of, of restaurants on board. Um, the, the fact that this is going to sound funny because it's, it's, it's me and I'm not a big layout by the pool guy, but the fact that there's not really a deck chair problem on, on Oasis class ships like there is on so many other ships because there are a whole bunch of pools. There's more linear deck space. Um, so the, the number of options 
that the Oasis class presents, even though it's not generally what I look for in cruising, I still think they've, they've really done something special there. And it, and it stands out in all my uh, Royal Caribbean memories so far. I, I'm sure many, if anybody here knows Billy at any length, maybe watching your periscopes and whatnot, I can tell you that they probably speak. For, I probably speak for them when I say I'm really surprised. That you, I mean, I am, and I'm not surprised that you picked Allure. Um, I mean, I'm surprised because I know your history of cruising and how you are essentially, as you said, not a big ship kind of guy. But it's hard to deny what's good, right? Is that basically what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. You know, if I could wave a magic wand and, and somehow defy physics and put everything that the Oasis class has into a smaller package, sure, that that'd be fantastic. I, I'd love to do that. But if I individually, I look at the individual features, things that I want to enjoy, or things that I want the option of enjoying on a cruise, it, it hits all of those marks. Let me, so, let yeah, me I, I think it's just impossible to design. You know what's interesting, Billy? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a quick reference here. To only, that's only some people will understand, but I think it's, a, it's an important distinction. You know when people in, 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 in the whole Disney parks area, people always talk about their favorite parks, but... I mean, it's hard to deny the scope of Walt Disney World, right? Because it has so much options, even though you might say, well, I really like, you know, Disneyland because it has the, uh, the, the original castle or Tokyo has some really cool elements. But I think if you line it all up, it's hard to really deny that, Ro- that, uh, Ro- that Walt Disney World is, is, the, is the real deal because it has, it's so large. It offers so much. And I think it's the same, it, it, that's the same case here with, with the Oasis class. Is that a fair analogy? Yeah, I, I do think that's uh, that's a fair analogy, um, and you know, I, I I take a step farther, and I, I don't, I don't want to speak for you uh, in this way, but much like I could totally understand someone saying, well, you know, if I was going to spend six hours in a theme park, I'd want to be in Disneyland. It's the original Walt Walk there, you know. It has the original castle. It has that, you know, it has a very different feeling because it is the the, the first. But if I'm going for a week long vacation. I want to have a full menu of options. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what it is with the Oasis class. If you said, Billy, if you're, you're laying out by the pool or you're, you're sitting in, in, uh, in the champagne bar, our bar, and you're enjoying a, a drink and, and you only have the next two hours, you know what? I'd probably take a different ship. What if but it's with if Gerald? I'm talking about how to spend my whole, wherever Gerald is, is where it's going to be. <laughs> and it's all, I'll leave the bar decision to him. Um, but if we're talking about a, a, a whole, um, a whole week vacation or, you know, multiple days. Yeah, just like Walt Disney World, yeah, an Oasis class. Makes sense. I mean, it makes sense to me. It's just, we were, I was talking earlier about how I'm kind of, not surprised, but we're, we're definitely leaning towards, I don't think anyone has said anything smaller than a Freedom class ship is their favorite. And there's nothing wrong, and it's not a knock on the other ships in the fleet. I, I mean, you know, if I had the chance, I'd go on Brilliance of the Season in a heartbeat. I really wanted to go on Brilliance of the Season in a heartbeat, but couldn't make that happen. That's a discussion for a different day. Anyway, I digress. Um, but that being said, you know, it's, uh, you know, we all love it for different reasons. And like you said, you know, if, if you know, if you can, there are certain, there, every ship has, has its virtues and every ship has the thing that, you know, you kind of endears itself towards you and why you enjoy it. But, you know, at the end of the day, all things being equal, you know, you kind of have a favorite for different reasons. And I, and the variety of options that are on the Oasis class really just seems to do it. Yeah. Now, uh, the the way that we can test this is let's have this conversation in a year. Okay. I'll have been on probably by that time at least two more classes of Royal Caribbean ships. And maybe 
even uh, on some different itineraries outside of the Caribbean. Will my opinion change? I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe it will, but maybe not. So it'll be uh, set, set your set your clock, set your uh, set your calendars to remind you everybody. <laughs> you got to go back in one year and one uh, see if my uh, my prediction about smoking policies was right, and two <laughs> see if, see what my favorite Royal Caribbean uh, ship is then. Awesome. Well, uh, Billy, thank you so much for joining us here. Ah, thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. That will wrap up this week's episode of the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast. Thank you to everybody who joined us on this episode and we got a chance to talk Royal Caribbean together. It was a lot of fun, i got to say. It's great to have voices on here. And really, in 2017, my New Year's resolution, besides to take more and many more Royal Caribbean cruises, is also to try new things here on the, on the podcast. I want to continue to push the envelope and involve you guys as much as possible because, after all, this podcast is for all of you. So whether you have a comment, a question, what have you, let's talk together here on this podcast. So thanks again to everybody, and I'm wishing you all a very happy new year, and we'll talk again very soon right here on the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast.